Hi there, and welcome to Vox Talk, your weekly review from the world of voiceover. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli from Voices. In today's show, we have a special guest from the Philippines. I'm so excited to introduce you to him. I have Pacholo Gonzalez with me. And today, what we're going to discuss is what the voiceover scene is like in the Philippines. We're also going to talk a lot about dubbing. There's a tremendous amount of voiceover work that is happening out there and it's just exploding in Asia. So, Pacholo, you've been waiting in the wings. Welcome to the show. Hi, great day, mabuhay from the Philippines. This is the voice master of the Philippines, Pacholo De Leon Gonzalez. Thank you very much, Stephanie, my dear sister, for inviting me here to Voices.com Vox Talk. This is a dream come true to me. And this is a history in the making in the Philippines. Of course. Well, we've been wanting to have you on the show for like a long time. I think the last time we saw each other was when I did a bit of a presentation for you guys at Creative Voices. You had a great online event going on. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Can you tell the rest of our audience a bit about yourself and your career? Here in the Philippines, people call me the voice master. I guess because when I was starting out, people took notice of my talent in making a lot of voices. In fact, I got into this industry at age 16 when I won a voice acting competition for one of the biggest radio networks in the country. I created the entire radio drama and voiced all the characters. I was the grandpa. Ha! I am the grandpa. I was the kid. Hey, I'm the kid. And I was the monster. <laughs> I am the monster. And I was the superhero. I am Captain Voice Master. I even voice all the sound effects like the howling dogs and the punches. <laughs> but fast forward to 2005, being called the Voice Master transformed into something bigger. Because after almost a decade of being a freelance voice artist, I decided to build the first voice acting school in our country. Before I did, no one was conducting workshops about voice acting in the Philippines. The veterans were getting older and older, but there were no fresh new talents to supplement or replace them. I decided to build my voice acting school, the Philippine Center for Voice Acting, now called Voice Acting Academy Philippines. Because when I was starting out, I realized how corrupt and monopolized the industry was. So I built the school and invited a few of my friends and mentors in the industry who shared the same passion I had for teaching aspiring voice talents or voice artists to come and teach in my school. So since 2005, we have trained and produced thousands of voice artists in our school. A lot of them are now thriving in voiceovers, dubbing, broadcasting, hosting, and even public speaking. I also wrote a few books, one of which is the one in Filipino called Gusto Kong Maging Voice Talent, or I Want to Be a Voice Talent in English. In 2017, it was awarded as the best book on professions in the National Book Awards here in the Philippines. I also wrote a chapter about dubbing in James Alberger's sixth edition of the art of voice acting. I also wrote Voice Acting 101 and Voice Care for Teachers that helps teachers how to take good care of their voices. In 2020, just like the rest of the world, I have pivoted to doing online workshops. 
But not only did I do online voice acting workshops, I turned it into a certification program. I called it the Certified Voice Artist Program or CVAP. After less than two years, we already have hundreds of CVAs or Certified Voice Artists here in the Philippines. That That's amazing. Like you have had a great school for a very long time, as we know. Yes. And um, many of those talent, in fact, I think all of them have actually gone on to, to be on Voices. So is that kind yes. of fair to say those who've gone professional have decided to join? Yeah, a lot of them, actually. I referred Voices.com and encouraged them to be a premium member of Voices.com. And that's so kind of you. And um, I know that there's so much work out there that you train them for, different kinds of reads and so on. But what kind of voiceover work is the most popular in the Philippines? You know, Filipinos are being hired for different kinds of voiceover. And I believe there's two reasons for that. First, we're one of the few countries in Asia who has neutral accent. But my accent is a Filipino accent. So we come close to being a native English speaker. English is our second language. So we have a lot of voice artists who do voiceovers for English commercials, e-learning, telephone prompts, animation, etc. The second reason we have diverse voiceover projects is because of localization. I remember when I was starting out, we mostly localized foreign, non-English films, animation, and soap opera. But now, even Hollywood movies and other English materials are being translated and dubbed in our local language. We also localize commercials, games, e-learning, and even mobile apps. I always say, as technology grows, the need for voiceover also grows. And that's been the case for Filipino voice artists. With the trend of localization like I have mentioned earlier, dubbing has become one of the most in-demand kind of voiceover projects in our country today. In my company alone, Creative Voices Productions and Dubbing Booth Company, we have dozens of movies that we localize and dub on a monthly basis. Even now, we're doing hundreds of dubbing projects from different languages to English. Yeah, there's a lot of dubbing work like all over the world. And as you've noted, um, with a neutral accent, that makes the voice and the way that it comes across for you guys in the Philippines that much more accessible to other countries. Would you say like they want to hire from Philippines because you have yes. that kind of very, okay, that's wonderful. So um, I know that you also, one of the other reasons why we're talking today is that you recently launched the dubbing network. So can you tell us about that? I created the dubbing network because I saw the need to set standards for the dubbing industry here in the Philippines as well as in Southeast Asia. My goal is to have a hub for those who would like to hone their dubbing and translation talents and learn from this network of both aspiring and seasoned dubbers. I also want to have a network of all local and international voice talents and dubbers that can cater to the localization requirement of the world. That is really interesting. I think all kinds of people listening right now, they know what dubbing is, but maybe they haven't done it before. And subtitles only go so far, right? Like yes. you can see them up there and they can be a challenge unto themselves for people who enjoy watching a film, mm. but not being distracted, you know, by the words on the screen. So dubbing does give you the opportunity to have a different kind of way of, of understanding what's going on, what's being said. 
that's kind of like what life is like for you every day. There's a lot of work because you're you're probably dubbing not just material from the West, but other places too, I would imagine, because it is just such a, a global market. You know, according to my uh, article on the Art of Voice Acting book by James Alberger, today's technology has truly broken down geographic barriers, especially in film and TV. 30 years ago, I can still remember watching foreign TV shows and movies, primarily Hollywood, late night on Sundays, when most people are likely asleep. Fast forward to this era of video streaming, there are now millions of hours of foreign content in any languages that are virtually available on demand to anyone with internet access. Such phenomenon has given birth to a voice acting genre that is quickly taking more than its share of the pie, which is dubbing. So what is dubbing? Dubbing is the post-production process of recording and replacing voices on media such as movies, TV shows, commercials, documentaries, interviews, and even instructional materials. The voices of the actors shown on the screen are replaced by those of different actors who translate the original audio into a different language. The more appropriate term, the scientific name, as I would call it, for the process is automatic or automated dialogue replacement, or ADR, as it essentially involves replacing the dialogue and the voices from an already produced foreign medium to adapt to the local language of the intended audience. In the UK, this process is known as post-synchronization, while in Asia, like here in the Philippines, we generally refer to it as dubbing. Dubbing has been around since the early days of film and TV, as early as the 1930s when dubbing was primarily used to number one, remove ambient noise such as sounds from production equipment, traffic, wind, or other undesirable sound from the environment, especially if the film is shot on location. Correct or change dialogue during post-production to clarify context, remove unintended product endorsements, correct a misspoken line, or take out content for legal reasons. And to record a singing performance with studio quality or to provide a voice double for actors who are poor vocalists. Yup, true story. Eventually, dubbing evolved to enable audiences to consume foreign content in their local context. For example, for non-English speaker here in the Philippines can watch a Hollywood film in the Filipino language. Voices in even accents and vice versa, our local soap operas are also being translated and dubbed in our neighboring countries in Asia. Because the script is translated, the story gets adapted to match the context from which the audience is watching. And because the dialogue is dubbed, problems with unaudible and hard-to-understand accents are eliminated as well. Dubbing became a more preferred alternative to subtitles, which audiences often find too tiring to read and tend to take away attention from the story. Imagine having to sit down for two hours film just reading subtitles. There's more dubbing work than any voiceover work in the world. Because can you imagine the number of uh, like video movies around the world to be dubbed in more than like thousand languages? Can you imagine that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I, I can because you said can you and I tried. <laughs> but just so many people must be involved in just the art of, of doing that all over the world because 
everybody speaks different languages and there's just such a demand in different dialects too, depending on on where you're at. So something I was curious about, kind of a new subject, but when people are, are dubbing in the Philippines, are you also trying to do voice match? Like, are you trying to sound like the actor, like find someone who's a sound alike to that same actor too, or no? It depends if the character is well-known, like Spongebob, for example. They need to sound like Spongebob because like Nickelodeon needs to approve the voice or even Disney, they need to approve the Filipino voice talent to do that uh, voice for them. <laughs> that makes a yeah. lot of sense. I was thinking that, you know, just like in other parts of the world, you'll have a voice match for so-and-so celebrity and where they say, I'm the voice of Brad Pitt, you know, in all the films that are made in this country, or I'm the voice of, I don't know, Julia Roberts and, in, in, you know, all her roles, but in this country. So is there like a guy or a gal who is basically the voice of somebody and they own that voice? Here in the Philippines, we don't do that. Okay. All right. And I'm glad you brought up your students and the success they're having because I, whenever I see them on social, I know a number of them have added me to their Facebooks, especially after that event we did last year. But just like they're so happy. Like they're just so genuinely happy and they love what they're doing. And it must be part of the culture that you've created, Pacholo, at your school. So um, yes. is there something you can tell us about that? One of the main principles I have instilled in our community from the very beginning is that we exist to promote voice acting as an art. I mean, yes, it is a profession, and yes, it can be a lucrative profession, but for many of my students, being a CVA is more than just the money. It's about fulfilling the dream they've had since they were kids, or being able to express themselves in a way they were never thought possible. And that's where my own fire comes from. You know, that fulfillment of knowing that I'm able to make a difference in my students' lives through the art of voice acting and promote positive social change through our voice. Because I believe that our voice is a gift from God. And it's how we use it that's our gift back to God. Our voice is the most powerful instrument. Without our voice, there's no speech. And without speech, the world will perish. It's the only instrument that can start a war and the only tool that can say, I love you. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing that you've shared with us today, Pacholo. And I do agree, our voices, they, they mean so much to people. And the way yes. we use them, I once heard that words are, are not... Um, What's the word I'm looking for here? There, like you can't just say something and expect it to to have no impact. Like it's going to be positive yes, or it's going to be negative, right? Like there's no yes. neutral exchange there with with how we we say something or what we say to people. So the positive atmosphere you've created, recognizing that your voice is is a gift. We've been given a gift. This is not so, like what do you have that you have not been given, right? So. I think it's just wonderful that you've got your school there. Your students are fabulous. I enjoy them very much. But I, I know that you, you really do value being part of the international voiceover community. And I didn't know if you want to share anything more about what that means to you, but I'd love to give you the opportunity. Yes, thank you. This is why I will never forget my Voice 2012 experience. Because being the only Filipino in that huge gathering of voice artists 
I felt like I was Neil Armstrong being the first man on the moon. You know that. <laughs> it felt like I was planting the Philippine flag in the map of voice acting. It felt like I was making history. But more than that, what I find most valuable about being part of the international voiceover community is the network and the friendships where I can meet and connect with talented, like-minded individuals like you guys. And that's exactly what I want to share to my students and my fellow Filipino voice artists. I truly believe that Filipino voice artists have world-class talents and we deserve to be heard in the international scene. Thank you, Pacholo. This is great. Now, um, before we let you go entirely, um, where can people find you? Where can they learn more about your school yes. and the great work that you're doing? Visit my website, www.creativevoices.com or check out my website at pochologonzalez.com. I also would like to invite all the Filipino aspiring voice artists around the world to be part of the Certified Voice Artist Program. You can check out certifiedvoiceartist.com or you can Google or you can find us on Facebook, Certified Voice Artist Program. And if you need a Filipino voice talent with Filipino accent or even in English with Filipino accent, just go to voices.com and look for my name, Pocholo Gonzalez. Once again, thank you very much. Thank you very much, my dear sister Stephanie Cicerelli of Voices.com and to all the listeners and staff of Voices.com. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for, for everything. God bless you all. Mabuhay. And see you soon. And that's the way we saw the world through the lens of voiceover this week. I want to send a special thank you to Pacholo De Leon Gonzalez, who has been with us today and just an amazing talent in the Philippines. You really do need to check out the great work that they're doing. Um, as always, when you're listening to Vox Hawk, if you enjoy what we're talking about, please share the episode with your friends. Share it on social. Have a great time with it because if you liked it, chances are someone else is going to like it too. So for Voices, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. Thank you again for joining us and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.